This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by the Door County Community Foundation, inspiring people to give back, to sustain, and advance the community that we love. To learn more, visit givedoorcounty.org. Welcome to the Door County Pulse podcast. My name is Grace Johnson. I am the assistant editor here at the Peninsula Pulse. I also work on our creative writing and photography contest, the Hell Prize, which we are here to talk about today. Today in the studio, we have Jared Santek from Red Under County. Welcome, Jared. Thank you. Yes. Right On has been partners with the Hell Prize, I think, since right on first organized like yeah. what was that back in like 2014 yeah so they've been involved as soon as they started so we're really grateful for that partnership so we're going to talk today about our judges which we just announced in the paper last friday now it is and just give a little uh insight for anyone listening that might be interested in submitting to the contest this year so just a quick rundown of who we've got lined up for this year. We have our fiction judge is Toya Wolf. We have Edward McPherson for nonfiction, Sean Hill for poetry, and this year we have Alan Morris for our photography judge. So we're going to learn a little bit about them today. I am mostly familiar with Toya Wolf. She was one of the featured authors at the Island Lit Fest in 2022. And she was phenomenal. I got to talk to her on the podcast before the Lit Fest last year, which was really fun. Her debut novel, The Last Summer on State Street, came out last year, and it's been very popular, and you know, she's been getting more and more attention for her work, so it's exciting to see her come back. I'm going to have Jared, since he is kind of the one who has selected these judges, kind of talk a little bit about each of these writing judges and what they're focus is, what their specialty is. Take it away. <laughs> Great. Well, I'm I'm very excited about the lineup of judges. I think that they are three wonderful writers, very talented in their different fields, but they're also just three incredibly wonderful, nice people, mm-hmm. which is always nice when you are talented and just a great person <laughs> to mm-hmm. boot. So, you know, one of the things that I was looking for when we were selecting judges, I mean, there are so many writers who could judge these contests, right? But is a wide variety in their approaches to work. So like Sean Hill, for instance, who's the poetry judge, he works in free verse, but he also does a lot of work in traditional verse forms, some sonnets, abodes, what have you. Toya is an amazing fiction writer, and as you've indicated already, Mm -hmm. just a, a delightful person. And Edward, who's the creative nonfiction judge, he does a variety of nonfiction from like research-based biographies to personal essays. So I like that they have this wide range of mm-hmm. how they how they address their genres and they can be more open to different forms that are coming yeah. in through submissions. And they're also just very supportive and encouraging of other writers, no matter what level they are, from emerging to established. Well, and one thing that I noticed as I was putting together the information about all these, and including the photography judge as well, which I'll talk about him a little bit, but I was very interested to find that I feel like all of the judges, their main bodies of work all are very focused on kind of these senses of place, right? We have 
Toya's book Last Summer on State Street, which takes place in the Robert Taylor Homes, which was a housing project in Chicago, one of the largest at the time. And it's very, that story is very much about your immediate community and how it informs you. So there's this connection between, you know, place and people. And I haven't read yet. That's one thing that I like when I get to see new judges is, you know, new suggestions for books. But with Edward McPherson's and Sean Hill's work as well, they're all very much about place too. You have Edward McPherson's book, The History of the Future, I believe it was called. And Mm -hmm. it's also very much about place. Sean Hill, he has some of his poetry collections were really about based on the community that he grew up in in the South and this kind of over a, a period of generations as well. And with Alan Morris's photography, a lot of his focus is all on how, you know, the environment shapes people and, you know, vice versa. So it's just kind of, you know, we didn't all collectively get together and be like, oh, let's, you know, do this kind of theme of like place and people and, you know, things like that. And it just kind of happened that way. And I thought that was really interesting. And it's kind of fun to see, you know, how that just sort of worked out, I guess. Yeah, it was not at all intentional, but it's, you know, and that happens so often when you're looking at different writers. And I don't know how it was for the art school and selecting Mm -hmm. uh, their judge, but you're just operating on all these different levels. And then you find the three that you want to have and have accepted. And then you find all these commonalities in their work. Yeah. You know, you kind of touched on this a little bit before talking about, you know, kind of what goes through your mind as you are selecting these people, but kind of a little, you know, peek behind the curtain. What kind of process is that actually like? Do you try to look at, you know, people that have connections with the writing center or have had connections, any connections that you have, or just kind of, you know, like where does one start when looking in that big pool of, you know, all these potential writers? The case this year, I did have previous work experience with all three of the writers who are judges in different capacities. So as you mentioned, Toya was a presenter at last year's Washington Island Lit Fest. Sean Hill had been a presenter for us at our virtual poetry conference during the pandemic and also did an online program. I also knew him through the Writers Conferences and Centers of the Association of Writers and Writing Programs. He runs the Northwoods Writing Conference in northern Minnesota, although he lives in Montana, so, so it's a weird <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, and Edward and I actually were on the staff of the Loft Literary Center at the same time nice. years ago, and yeah. then his, his star started rising um, and he's now at at Washington University in St. Louis. So with all of them, I did have a personal experience. But, you know, while I was at the loft, I I was contracting with judges all the time for our fellowships and different Mm -hmm. award programs and going to the AWP conference, their annual conference, was a great resource of going to panels, hearing writers, hearing how they might work, you know, and oftentimes those are writers I'd never heard of before. And and that was a great resource. Yeah, that's awesome. In the past, we've kind of collectively come up with some ideas as a group and things like that, but we're really trying to lean, you know, in this year and in the coming years, lean into your expertise with all this and, you know, just really handing it over. And 
it's fun. I know from my end, kind of, you know, like sitting here waiting, like, ooh, who's going to be the judges this year? And, you know, exciting to, you know, see all these. And as I mentioned before, like, I haven't read any of Edward McPherson's work or Sean Hill. So that means I'm going to have to, you know, check out some stuff at the library and, you know, read some new things, which I'm really excited about. And you had mentioned a little bit ago the art school. And I want to take a moment to talk about the art school. The representative from the Peninsula School of Art, Alicia, wasn't able to join us today because they are deeply entrenched in their search for the their new executive director right now. So I'm you know, sure her head is spinning. But the Peninsula School of Art has participated in the HAL Prize in some capacities for, I believe, pretty close to the beginning. They would supply gift certificates as rewards, the awards for the photography category and had approached us about, you know, making that a, a deeper relationship with them. And we're really glad that they wanted to do that so that we can start putting a really solid backing into our photography contest as much as we have with our writing contest with the support of the Writing Center. Now we have a great local arts and visual arts center up here that's going to be helping us back that photography category. So they did the work this year to pick out our photography judge and I know when we were talking with them a lot of what they were looking for is what is something very different for our photography judge that we've never really had before. So they leaned into that. So Alan Morris is a more of like a fine arts focused photographer, whereas we have had more, uh, I would say like photojournalistic or kind of editorial style photographers. So it'll be really interesting to see how that changes what type of photos we get submitted. We're going to do like what we did last year with five photo categories, which the art school has picked out. There's going to be a couple of the same ones from last year, but then we decided to focus two categories that are more in line with Alan's specialty so that we also get to see some different kinds of photos. So that will be very interesting. Like I said, his work kind of examines that relationship with human and nature. He does kind of like abstract approaches to image capture and making as well. So those photos are very interesting. He's going to be teaching a workshop at the art school in June. So if you're interested in taking a workshop with one of the judges, that that is something a little, get a little bit of an in, I guess you could say with that, that's going to be in uh, June. And we're also working with the art school to have an opportunity to kind of do like a artist talk with him while he is here. So it's always fun when we have one of the judges up here and is available for people to meet as they can. So that'll be exciting. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure that we say, you know, really thank you to the art school for um, joining in this year and really excited to see how that all, you know, kind of comes out. I predict some cool things for the future of this contest. Is there anything that you wanted to say or note about the writing judges? One of our previous year's judges, uh, fiction judge Lynn Samantha Chang, is going to be one of the presenters at the Island Literary Festival this September. Mm -hmm. And um, so, you know, there's an opportunity there for someone to hear from a past judge and ask her questions, of course, Every judge approaches things yeah. differently. Yeah. You know, everyone's 
what you know one person you know how it is reading yeah, books like yeah. you love this book and think everyone should yeah. love it and your best friends are like oh that's one of the worst books I ever read yeah yeah, so, yeah so it's all subjective but mm-hmm. we do have some programs coming up that people mm-hmm. might be interested if they're thinking about submitting yeah. their work to the How Prize or to publishing in magazines or journals otherwise yeah. and that's going to be May 19th, I believe it is. It's on submitting your work to small presses. Yeah. This episode of the Door County Pulse podcast is brought to you in part by Door County Medical Center. Are you looking for a job in Door County with excellent benefits, culture, and potential for advancement through tuition reimbursement programs? Door County Medical Center is hiring. For more than 75 years, Door County Medical Center has been the leader in health and wellness for Door and Kewanee counties. Their integrated medical center provides a wide range of specialties, including primary care, behavioral health, general surgery, the Women and Children's Center, the Door Orthopedic Center, the Door County Cancer Center, and more. To join the team, apply today at dcmedical.org slash careers. That's awesome. And you also, Ride On has a lot of other programs as well. If I know we've adjusted our timeline for submissions this year, So there might be some people that have work already kind of ready to go and ready to submit. But if you're working on something and tweaking it, then you're up in the area or if you're up and visiting, I would recommend checking out what programs Write-On has available and resources that they have available to, you know, hone in your work or just go there to write because it's a nice space to just sit and write as well, you know. Yep. And if you're not in the area, we have a number of programs online that you can access yes. to. So. Yeah, and that's I think that's one of the good things that came out of, you know, the first COVID years. Everything kind of changing is, you know, this access or addition of online resources for people. And it's especially, I know I've talked with people at the library and how it has allowed people that are here during the season to stay connected with the community, even when they're not here. So yeah, I think that's the good part about the, about the pandemic is just that connectivity and, you know, really using those resources. So check out right on, see what they've got going on. We have the submissions opening May 1st. So we've got just a little under a month until submissions open. And I can't believe that. I hardly feel prepared, but I never really do. So we're just going to kind of roll with it. And um, we have two more announcements coming, which should be in the paper next week regarding what those photo categories are, as well as some news about our submission platform this year. So Make sure to look out for that as well. I should probably mention prizes. People like prizes. So we have now with the um, art school, we've split up our award system. So for writing, we give out first, second, and third place. We give our first place winners receive $250. And they also get the very popular Clay Bay Pottery Hal Prize mug. We did a survey of submitters in 2021, I think it was, and a lot of people were like, I want to get that mug. And so that's a really fun thing that we get to do. And working with the Aureliuses at Clay Bay to get those is really great. And it's a fun little memento to have as well. Second place, you get $100. And third place is 50. For photography, because we have different categories, what we do is we select an overall winner, 
And then there's a first place winner for each category as well as honorable mentions in those categories. So we have our best in show or the overall winner gets $150, a mug as well. And then the art school supplies their gift certificate to take workshops at the art school. Then they do a ton of photography-based workshops, and they're also working on a like expanding uh, photo lab there as well. So there will be a lot of awesome resources there for photographers coming up. And then we have first place in each of those categories gets $50, as well as the art school gift certificate. And then all of the winners and the honorable mentions are published in 8142 Review, which is our, we've been calling it like a literary magazine, but it also has images. So we're going to, I'll call it more our arts publication because it's more than just literature and with that visual element in there. And that is published in November. We have the first two volumes out now. So if you kind of want to get a peek at what some of the winning submissions look like, what some of the winning photos look like, you can pick those up at the Pulse office in Bailey's Harbor, or you can order them online at doorcountypulse.com slash shop. So those are also great to just kind of look at. There's a lot of things coming up, and we're going to be doing interviews with all of the judges. We're going to be setting those up so that you can get a little bit more information about everybody and what they're looking for and all of that. So there's still a lot to come. (laughs) So I think that kind of covers everything that we can for now, other than, you know, I would say definitely it's always great to support our judges, you know, through buying any of their publications Definitely check them out. Definitely support our partners in this project at Right On and the Peninsula School of Art. Check out all of their programming. They have lots of fun things, a lot of educational programs. Yeah, it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a fun year. Any last words from you? Any advice for people submitting or anything? (laughs) No, just get your work in um don't wait until the day of deadline to send it in but i know everyone does that that. and you know just if you if you don't send your work out you can't win you can't be published so send it in do it yep it's definitely a great way to kind of test your put your feet in the water and and do it and it's really fun seeing everybody's stuff so um i'm excited kind of see where this all goes. And I'm just remembering one thing. We uh, introduced our screening judges last year into this whole process, which was amazing for us as typically because of the volume of submissions that we get, there is a screening process to then send on to our main judges. And that was typically done by a group of people from right on and um, the Pulse office, but we have now a group of local writers who have very graciously, you know, come onto this project to kind of do that process for us. They all are, you know, published. They have their own focuses, so they're kind of split up between the categories, and we're welcoming them again um, this year, same ones from last year. And I really appreciate all the work that they have put in and their enthusiasm, you know, as we are putting this together because we added that in kind of late in the game, I want to say, last year. And it was just almost maybe a month and a half before our deadline closed. And we're like, hey, 
you have time to do this? You know, can you fit this in? So I really appreciate all of them for taking that on and, you know, all of the feedback that they have given us. And I think it's just another way that we're really trying to root our publication and our contest back in the community. So yeah, they're a great group of people and excited to bring them back again. So that is it for today. Again, just a few things. You can check out more information about the contest at thehowprize.com. Submissions open May 1st. Um, We'll be closing submissions September 1st. So we've got a few month span in there. Um, Just a reminder for everyone submitting and writing especially that you want to make sure that your work is publication ready. So before you submit, Always reread and recheck. Make sure you've dotted all the I's and crossed your T's. And yeah, we're um, hoping to get some awesome submissions this year and uh, really look forward to it. So thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you in the next one. Thanks, Jared. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. If you want to support us at The Pulse, check out doorcountypulse.com slash shop where you can get a weekly Pulse subscription purchase some incredible Door County artwork from Pulse artist Ryan Miller, and much more. We hope you've enjoyed the Door County Pulse podcast, and we will see you next time.